Welcome to the Her Inspired Journey podcast, a show all for women about living your best life and fulfilling your passions from the backcountry to the table. No matter where you are, what hurdles you faced, or where you want to go next, we're right here on this journey with you. It's time to take charge, pave your way, and create success. Hey, hey, here we go with another episode of the Her Inspired Journey podcast, and I'm stoked to bring this one to you because it's been a literal life changer for me. We're talking about episode number 38, how to become a sustainable morning person. And it's it's one of those things because I find pause even now just talking about it because never in my life would I have said I, Courtney Levesque, would become a morning person. I've never liked the rise of the sun. For me, honestly, I would get anxiety about knowing that I had to wake up tomorrow and do all the things. You know, I would just get worked up about having to get up. And then once I was, I never felt good. I never felt rested. I was always groggy, but literally changing, moving that alarm clock set time to earlier and getting up a couple hours before I normally would has changed my life, my productivity, and honestly, my mood. So I'm really excited to bring this episode to you today. Before we jump in, though, I want to check back to see if you listened to episode number 37, which was we're going there. Of course, we talked about periods on hunts, how to deal with it while you're there. And we also talked a little bit about poop. I know, like I said, it's not a very sexy topic, but it apparently brought a lot of insight and some consideration to the folks who listened. So I appreciate you doing so. If this is an area for you that you need to navigate or want to hear some tips on maybe how to ease the process of dealing with your period and that time of the month when you're hunting, I definitely suggest you go back and listen to episode number 37. I also have a little extra spark today because I'm really excited to announce a new sponsorship with the Her Inspired Journey podcast. If you've been a listener or maybe you follow me on social media, you'll know that I don't use or endorse products lightly. In fact, I choose for the most part to buy all my own products, to invest in my own gear, because I always want you to know that if I'm talking about it, if I'm using it, or if it's something that you see in my hands, it's because I 100% believe in it and I've never been somebody who wants to push products. I am now, though, affiliated with Backcountry Fuelbox, which I'm extremely excited to talk to you about. If you've listened to the show or seen on some of my social, I've talked about them in the past because they are truly a revolutionizing company, and I love what they're bringing to the table. Backcountry Fuelbox will send out a new box on subscription every month. They ship out a box on the 20th. And it is generously loaded with all kinds of different meals. So they incorporate um, both backcountry meals. They talk about and send snacks, hydration, drinks, coffees, all different kinds of things from a variety of vendors. And the nice thing about this is if you're like me and you have a hard time committing before you try something, this will allow you to venture out, branch out, try some different brands, try some different meals before the hunts that you go on and really lock in what you're doing. The other really great thing about this is there's so much value. It's extremely affordable to have this membership and they've offered a 10% off discount if you use the code HERINSPIRED, all in capitals. I definitely think at a minimum, you need to go and check them out. You can do so by going to backcountryfuelbox.com. 
Now, I recently did an article talking about this experience of changing the habit in my morning routine, and it's online for you to read. Of course, I will, as always, link to it in the show notes. But this is such an important topic, and honestly, it is something that can change the game for you. It can offer so much more time to be productive, to work on your goals, to go back to school, to invest in your fitness, that I wanted to be able to bring it to you in a way that you could listen to it as well. I know many of you are busy. We all have overstacked schedules, it seems, these days, whether we really do or we're just overloading ourselves with lots of stuff there is a very busy vibe going on these days. In this article, I preface by saying, what do I know? I've literally only been doing this for six weeks. Now, it's been a few more weeks since then, and I still continue on this morning routine. Not every single day, but most days of the week, I'm getting up a couple hours early to just find my productivity For me, daily, my schedule can change. The the things that I need to do or start with can vary. So some days I'm getting up and I'm getting my workout done. Other days I'm diving right into, you know, communicating with clients or doing my workload tasks. Every day can be different. And obviously what you need this extra time for will vary for you. So one of the things that I want you to consider If you're trying to become a morning person, or maybe you've recently caught yourself saying frequently, gosh, I wish I had more time in the day. That was definitely how I felt. I feel like, honestly, more times than not, I would get to the end of the day going, I just wish I had a few more hours to get things done. And not just get them done, but to get them done at a time where I was energetic, where I was focused, where I was on point, because we all know that we have this optimal time of the day. Typically, that optimal time of the day is spent catching up, right? Getting getting going, getting the kids out the door, rushing to work, trying to make breakfast, whatever the case is. And if we start behind the time, if we start late or if we're pressing snooze repeatedly, we're not getting up and taking advantage of this awake time. <clears throat> So it's extremely important that you figure out where you can work best. Now, when I say that, and I was just talking to a client on the phone this morning who's really trying to implement this new habit for herself, and the very first thing I want to caution you, if you are considering this new routine, is making sure, first and foremost, you're getting to bed at a decent hour. Now, it's very relative to you and your life. What time is early? What does that mean to you? Maybe you already get up at five and you're trying to move that a little bit earlier. It'll just depend on what your schedule is, what your current habits are. But the first thing to consider is that you are getting enough quality rest. Now, some people have this mindset that I laid down in bed, I watched TV till 11, I kind of tossed and turned, I slept, but I'm not not sure if I'm getting good sleep. The number one thing that's going to help you have more energy, be more productive, stay more focused, have more cognitive abilities, be more physically inclined, is if you're getting proper rest. If you are not, you should be focusing more on your sleep cycle, getting to bed earlier, limiting exposure to blue light, you know, maybe implementing some nighttime routines rather than working on a morning routine. So if that's you and you're not sleeping well, you're up late, maybe you you identify as being a night owl, 
you'll probably need to look at that schedule more so than getting up early. But for those of you who are getting a decent amount of sleep, you first want to look at how much sleep you'll actually be getting. So if you're trying to get up at 4.30 in the morning, make sure that you're getting to bed at a decent time. And that doesn't just mean getting in bed. That means unwinding, lights are out, and you're getting some sleep. For me, because I routinely woke up super groggy, not feeling it, I was the girl in the house that nobody wanted to have to interact with until later in the afternoon. It didn't occur to me that I needed to start my day earlier. I thought, well, hell, if I'm getting up now at 6.45, 7 o'clock, and I'm already feeling this tired, moving my alarm too earlier will only make that problem worse. What I didn't realize is that my best day starts at 5 or 5.30 in the morning. Now, that's not super early to some, but for me, it was like unheard of. Courtney does not get up that early or 4.30 in the morning unless there's something to be hunted. But truthfully, it is now my best time of the day. I literally have more energy. I'm automatically more awake. Now, that doesn't mean that once that alarm goes off, I'm not groggy, wishing I could just roll over and press the snooze button. I do still feel that way. But in order to make sure that doesn't happen, I have a few things in place to kind of foolproof that morning for me. Before I tell you exactly what those things are, though, I want to suggest a very important aspect of this new idea. You have to make a plan. If you just go into tomorrow going, okay, I'm going to set the alarm for earlier. I'm going to get up. It'll be great. There's probably going to be a lot of missing pieces in that process that will add to the ease of adding that new habit in. So really kind of outline what your plan is. And secondly, as suggested with any new habit, start small. If you are not a morning person now, or you're already getting up relatively early and you're just trying to move that back a little bit, I would suggest adding two or three days in to start. Anytime we do too much too soon, we risk the opportunity to have resistance, to fail, and to basically wash out completely. So just start with two or three days, kind of add to it from there. It's really important though that you do set yourself up for having success. For me, that started with my evening routine. I needed to make sure I was not ever sacrificing quality rest. So what I would do is I would make sure that everything was ready to go in the morning. I have a ritual when it comes to coffee. And if you've seen recently on my blog, I just posted how I make my coffee and the recipe that I use for my DIY creamer. I should probably attach that in the show notes as well, because you will definitely want to see what that is. It is oh so good. I wish I had a cup in front of me right now. Anyway, squirrel moment, back to this. I would make sure that I had all of my coffee stuff ready. So I would either make sure that the uh, coffee was set on auto brew. It's set for 507. It magically makes this delicious cup of dark timber coffee for me. And it's amazing. Without that step, that one simple step, if I have to get up, throw the covers off, walk out into my kitchen and make my coffee in the morning. It just doesn't vibe well for me. A simple, trivial thing for sure, but it's nice to just walk out there, pour my coffee into my blender cup, add my fixins to it, blend it up, and instantly I'm drinking the best cup of coffee of my life every morning. It's amazing. 
Okay, back to this. So I have my coffee set on auto brew. I have everything easily accessible. I also add a couple more comfort elements to this. Getting out of bed when it's cold and your bed's so cozy or when you're a little bit groggy or when the weather's not nice or it's still dark out, it's really difficult. So I make sure I have a heater close to where I go in the morning. Sometimes that's my office. Sometimes that's my chair. Sometimes that's my yoga mat. I make sure I have a little portable heater next to me. That way I can turn it on. I get nice and warm. I'm not sitting there shivering, wishing I could just crawl back into bed. So I get my coffee going. I turn on the heater. I turn on the lights around me. Well, obviously, as I walk into the kitchen, I turn on the kitchen light. But wherever I'm going to go, wherever I'm going to start my morning, I make sure that there's good light. Sometimes it's natural light. Um, as we fall to darker mornings, though, obviously, it's still pitch black out in the morning. So I make sure I have some sort of a light there that will kind of signal to my brain, hey, time to wake up, time to get going. Let's start the day. Let's get out of this groggy, sleepy, you know, want to go back to dreamland mode. So I have the light, I have the coffee, I have the warmth, and then I start to plan out my day. Before we move into what that looks like, I want to say the one of the biggest killers of your momentum or your motivation in any avenue of life is going to be self-negotiations. And you've heard me talk about this a lot because I think bar none, self-negotiating is one of the easiest ways to derail yourself and to stop your progress. So when that alarm goes off in the morning, there is zero opportunity to go, well, I'm still really tired. Girl, you're gonna be tired. It's morning. You're gonna have that moment where you don't want to get out of bed. But not allowing that negotiation process to happen, pulling the covers off, flipping over, standing up, getting out of bed, walking to your kitchen, doing whatever it is you do in the morning that makes you start your day on the right foot, do that thing. Do not negotiate with yourself. Don't ask yourself how you feel about it. If you want to, whatever. There are a couple exceptions that are really important to note here. Maybe you're a mama and you've got a little baby or you're a parent and your kiddo didn't sleep last night or your family's been sick and you just haven't been getting good rest. You're fighting something yourself and you wake up and you're, you're really tired. You didn't get quality sleep. I would suggest probably allowing your body to sleep in a little bit more. If that's 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever that looks like. If you wake up knowing immediately you didn't get the quality rest you needed, then I would say I would definitely allow yourself the grace to sleep a little bit longer. The other thing is if you have one of those nights that you just tossed and turned, you had bad dreams, you couldn't sleep, your mind was going crazy, and you just weren't allowed, excuse me, you just weren't able to calm down and to, again, get that quality rest, allow yourself to do that. However, note that experience. Convey to yourself, hey, I'm not sleeping in now because I'm negotiating this or because I don't want to or because I'm still tired. I'm doing this because my body needs the sleep. So those are two very big exceptions. You know, if you're sick, your baby's sick, your family's awake, or you don't get good quality rest, again, definitely allow yourself some grace through that part of the process. 
Now, once you're finally awake, it's going to be really easy to fall into buying that time and using that time in a way that is not productive to you. Chances are, if you're getting up earlier, if you're moving that alarm clock and you're getting out of bed, you're starting this new routine, it's not just to scroll social media or it's not to watch TV or it's not to lose that time to insignificant things. So I will say for myself, I have a terrible habit of getting up and getting right to my notifications. Text messages, I typically send out um, correspondence to my clients on our training program early. I'll check my orders. I'll check my um, Instagram, Facebook. I'll check my email a million times. And for me, in that very productive time of the day, that's not using my time wisely. The very first thing I want to do, and I'm now implementing into this routine for myself, is planning my day. Now, I typically start on Sunday. I kind of start my week off. I really am diligent about basically starting my week on Sundays. I almost always work on Sundays unless it's hunting season or I've got something outside of work planned. But I'll spend the day writing. I'll be planning content. I will be outlining my week. I will be talking about upcoming topics that I'm going to be speaking on. And I really have this general outline of what I'm going to get accomplished over the next five or seven days. Now, I also try to break down every single day, and I shouldn't say try because I do this like religion, is I will sit down and I will break down what does Monday look like? What does Tuesday look like? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, what's going on on Saturday? And I will write down not only on my planner, but on my daily to-do list, all of the things I want to expect in the timeline that I expect to get them done. For me, it really helps maximize my productivity. It keeps me on task because I can squirrel just like the best of them. I can get lost. I can get scrolling. I can get looking at new ideas or doing research or a million different things. My Pinterest boards, they could call me away at any time. However, it's really important to have a drive behind why you're getting up early. If you don't have a plan, if you don't know the outline for what you want to get done, that time is going to dwindle quickly. You'll look down, maybe you got up at 5 or 4.45 or whatever it is, and next thing you know, you're like almost running late to get you know, the meals on the table and to get dressed and get out the door and go to work and get the kids wherever. So instead of losing that time, make sure that you have a plan for it. Maybe, and here's a little sidebar, maybe you're getting up earlier in the day because you have no time for yourself. If so, that's okay. Do the things that you wish that you weren't pulled away from during the rest of the day. Maybe that is catching up on social media, talking to friends, connecting with your family, sending out or checking emails. Maybe those things are what you need to be getting done during that time, but be intentional with it whichever way that works for you. So when you are outlining that, again, you don't have to be as neurotic as I am when it comes to planning, lists, schedules, and all of the above. But if you want to be a little bit more Uh, driven with your time, if you want to assign each hour of the day to a task, 
to improve your productivity, then I really think that you need to implement having a plan, a schedule, or some sort of a daily list. I've actually created one that you guys can have for free. It's just something I wanted to give you to help you find a little bit more value in your day. You can download it from the show notes or over on my website, herinspiredfitness.com. But again, I will gladly link to it here in the show notes. It'll be under weekly goals sheet. So you can find that weekly goal sheet in the show notes or over on my Becoming a Morning Person blog post on my website. That will help you just break down what you want to get accomplished on those days. Here's another tip. If you are somebody who wants to make sure that you're staying on task or somebody who frequently has things come up, who may deviate off of schedule or wants to be a little bit more flexible, you can write in pencil. The nice thing about this is you don't feel like you're just getting totally derailed or that things are too chaotic and clustered if you have to just scribble them out. If you wrote with a pen, write in pencil, you can erase it, you can move things over. You can also do this digitally on an app. You can use your smartphone. The only problem I would caution you about with using your smartphone is getting distracted. So easy to do. I can't tell you how many times, and I hope that you can relate, I'm sure you can, that I've looked at my phone and wanted to know what time it was, or I needed to respond to that email, or I wanted to check the calendar on a deadline. And the next thing you know, I go, what the hell did I just grab my phone for? You know, I'm off on some other, you know, in, in just some other totally wrong place going, wait, what was I doing? So just if you use your phone, if you're using screens to help your productivity and or organization, I just caution you to be very intentional with it. Sometimes, and this might sound like a silly tip, but as you pick up your phone or before you do so, say out loud, I'm going to check the email I need to send to Joe or I need to check on the deadline I have coming this Sunday so that you verbalize and you don't get lost in your own thoughts or in the distraction of notifications from your phone. Now that we've talked about how to build this new morning habit and how to implement it into your life, into your schedule, I want to talk a little bit about the nighttime routine that you need to establish in order for you to be successful in the morning. There are several different ways that you can really protect your sleeping abilities and the hormone that you produce in order to allow you to get in that rested state of mind. Um, some very simple things and obviously common, you may have heard about these before, is limiting your blue light. So any light transferred from your phone, laptop, tablet, TV, all of those things can interfere with your body's natural production of melatonin, which will help you get into that rest state. So be sure if you are insisting on having phone time, tablet time, TV time, Netflix, whatever, make sure that you are using blue blockers on your devices. A lot of times you can also turn on nighttime mode, which will limit that blue light experience but obviously you have the input of the light still coming through. Dim the screen if you can. Um, I really do though recommend just trying to fall asleep without it at home unless it's a weekend and we're catching up on some Netflix. Blacklist is my favorite by the way. Um, then we will not have any TVs going and we really do just try to put the phone down in the evenings in general. We wanna enjoy family time. 
We'll get back to clients or we'll text here and there. We'll do a few things, check emails, whatever. But we really try to limit our time on the phones at night. Um, you can also think about just implementing a more uh, relaxing experience. You can do yoga. Um, sometimes I will do yoga at night. You might want to look into the app. I just recently talked about it. It's called Daily Yoga. And in the uh, in Finding My Flow, which is another blog post I did, I talked a little bit about that. It's There's free versions. There's also paid versions. But I really enjoy this app because it allows me to choose what I want to work on, whether it's mobility, fat burning, core, hip openers, you know, spine health, whatever the case is, you can figure out exactly what you want to work on. So that could be helpful for you in a winding down from a stressful day, or if you're working a, a you know, a very intensive job where you're physically on the go a lot, it might be nice to do that. Obviously would be have other benefits for you as well. Um, you can take a hot Epsom salt soak bath, which I definitely recommend. Highly helpful in recovering. Again, especially if you are doing a labor intensive job, it will help kind of let your body repair and start the uh, recovery process for you. Um, some other things you can implement for yourself would be making a cup of hot tea, doing some meditation, reading a book, listening to a book, which is my favorite. I am addicted to Audible and there's always a good book going on right now is Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. This book speaks to my soul. It is so awesome. Highly recommended for me. Again, the book is called Everything is Figureoutable. So great. And I will forewarn you, there is language. I am highly connected to the way she speaks and communicates, even when she drops F-bombs. But if you are sensitive to that, you may not like the book very much. Um, so you can, like I said, do you can have tea, you can do some meditation. Um, I typically will sl uh, set a sleep timer on my phone. I'll just put the phone next to me. I will listen to it for about eight to 15 minutes, something like that. And then I'm out like a light. In our house, we say we sleep like milk drunk babies. Um, so that might help you kind of establish that routine. Sometimes, and especially for creators or artists or business owners or or parents, people who have a lot going on in their brain, sometimes winding down and allowing your brain to shut off can be super difficult. I think we tend to go through seasons of life where it might be worse than others. So if you can, if you need to brain dump before bed, again, I would use pen and paper over a device, but either way will work. Um, just get those things off of your chest. Maybe you need to write your to-do list for the following day or a week at night so that you get it out of your head. Um, if you're having a particularly hard time or going through a season with maybe more stress on your plate or some, you know, experiences going on that are weighing on you, you can also look at implementing Unplug. This is one of the mastermind products by Wilderness Athlete, and I love it. It is non-habit forming. It will not interfere with your body's natural hormone production of melatonin. It helps you wind down. And when I heard them release this product and they said, wake up feeling rested, I was like, yes, yes, please. I need that. Give me some unplug. So you can try that out also. I will also link to that supplement here in the show notes so that you can check that out. Again, everything is just going to be really dependent on what you need, what your needs are, what your lifestyle is like, what your schedule is, and what you're wanting to accomplish. 
I'm here to encourage you if there are things that you want to do in your life, if you want to take on a new career, if you want to go back and get your degree, if you want to have another baby, if you want to start a side hustle, if you want to lose 20 pounds, whatever that is for you, don't think it's unattainable. You can do it. You can find the time. You can create that productivity. You can nurture those relationships. You can go back to school. You can take on anything you set your mind to. You just have to be relentlessly driven to succeed. So let's take a little bit of time real quick to recap what was in this episode. I want you to feel empowered so that you can make these changes and take action. Number one, you need to plan it out. Number two, set your morning up by having your comforts ready to go. These might be totally different than mine. Either way, make sure you are ready and your morning will start off on a good foot. Number three, start with only a few days a week and add to it as needed or desired. Number four, set your coffee, your hot water, whatever it is to auto so that you can have it ready to go when you get up. Number five, turn on the lights so that you can tell your brain it's time to get going. Number six, establish a nighttime routine that helps you unwind and get good quality sleep. Number seven, make this a habit. And number eight, do not negotiate. If you really want this extra time in your life, if you've been constantly feeling like you get to the end of the day without getting enough of your to-do list done, this will be a good way for you to make those things happen. I hope that this episode brought you some insight and I really, really, really have high hopes that it's going to help you get into a morning routine that will allow a lot more good things to flow through your life. Please do me a big favor if you enjoy this episode or maybe you have a friend, coworker, loved one, family member that needs to hear this encouragement or advice as to how to start this in their own world, please take a screenshot, send it to them, forward them this episode, or just do what you can to spread the word and share the message with others. Well, ladies, that does it for this show for today. I hope that you found some inspiration, some good advice, and definitely some encouragement to take with you on the rest of your week. I'm already looking forward to coming back next week and giving you some more insight, some inspiration, and some tips on how to navigate your best life. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Your feedback is so important to me. I would love to know the questions that you have, any topics or ideas, and your feedback. You are so valuable to me, and I really appreciate you taking the time to leave the review and subscribe to the show. See you next week on Her Inspired Journey.